Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard. What's good, family? Listen, I'm super, super excited about this season, about the series that we have dived into, Breaking Cycles. I pray that you all have enjoyed the last two episodes. For me, I have been listening to them nonstop, and I just feel like there has been cycles that have literally been broken in my life because of applying the very word that was spoken. And so um, just be encouraged to do the very same thing. Like whenever you hear a good word, whenever you hear a word of inspiration, a word of um, encouragement, a word that comes with instructions that is designed to help you get to that next level, help you reach your goals, I encourage you to literally apply it to your life. When you apply a spoken word over your life, you will begin to see results. The reason why most of us have not seen results is because we have yet to do our part. So listen, be encouraged, family, to do your part. Work the work and it will work. So we are here today to continue in the series of breaking cycles, breaking the cycle, breaking cycles. Some of us have multiples, some of us have one or two, but whatever it is, we are going to get you in the right place and lead you into the right direction to break that cycle. Um, Today, I am inspired to talk about breaking the cycle of I can't. I have been on this journey of um, diving into different um, places, I would say, or journeying through new experiences or new places that have yet reached. I've always desired to get to, but being in that cycle of finding it okay to say I can't and allowing that excuse to be my answer, to be my reason why I have yet gotten to those places um, have has come to an end. I have learned so many uh, powerful things by breaking that cycle of I can't and moving forward, getting what I need, gaining what I need and applying them full force in my life, full force to the very thing that I have been um, just practicing or have been trying to get my foot in the door of has really allowed me to break that cycle. And so let's dive right in. Let me give you all the jewels and tools that I have learned. Let me give you the very thing that has helped me, that has been helping me, and that prayerfully will continue to help me on this journey. So um, some of you may be familiar with Habakkuk. If not, it is a, a, he is, or he was a prophet in the Bible, or is a prophet in the Bible. How do you say it? he's dead and gone? So he was um, a prophet. However, his book is in the Bible. There we go. Um, it is in the Old Testament. And in Habakkuk, we find a prophet here that was very bold, very, very confident. He was a prophet that did not mind questioning God. We learn so many times, like, don't question God. And we've kind of went over this. We've kind of went um, in, in the beginning, talking about asking those questions, right? So so he literally was big, bad, and bold enough to question God. There was so much going on at this time. I mean, the world he was living in, the, the place he was in was so, so, so crazy. People were doing things well outside of what they should have been doing. Does that sound familiar? He was literally so disgusted with the disgrace that was taking place in the world he was living in that he could not help but go to the Father and be like, God, hold up, wait a minute. Because 
how are you so just? How are you so holy? How are you all of who you are? And you just sit back and allow these things to take place. How is it that you are allowing these things such as disaster to have its way, especially with your people right here in the midst? What is going on? Why are you not moving your hand? And so God has responded to him each time he went in with those questions. And he was so shocked at one of God's responses because God pretty much told him that, look, buddy, I got this thing. When I come in, I'm coming in and I'm going I'm to wipe out any and everything in my way, right? And so he is like, how can you solve a wrong with wrong? You know, how can you solve destruction with destruction? What in the world? What's going on? So again, we find Habakkuk in a place where he is questioning God again. He is questioning God's hand. He is questioning what God, why God is sitting still. He is questioning um, the, the rightfulness. He is questioning. He is coming with anything that he is presented with in his heart. He is laying it at the Father's feet like, God, you're going to have to help me with this here. And I find it so interesting um, that God just continued to, to give him answer. He continued to give him reason. He continued to, to lay out the plan for him. And so we find ourselves traveling into one of my favorite parts of Habakkuk, one of my favorite, um, or it has become my favorite um, in this last kind of season that I've been in. Um, and it's probably something that some of us are familiar with and some of us brand new to, but I, I, I love to be able to introduce to those and remind to some. And so we come to this place where, where God is responding back to Habakkuk and he is telling him to write the vision. He is telling him to write the revelation. He is telling, he is responding to him, telling him to write these things down so that the one who reads this thing, engrave this thing so plainly that the one who reads this thing can pick it up and journey with it can pick it up and run with this thing he, they can see it so clearly that they can go forth with this thing right and so that's where many of us get um get that saying that we say so much like write the vision and make it plain well it actually came from this this word in the bible it came from god telling Habakkuk to write this thing down and so that was always a very juicy thing for me it was always such a encouraging word for me in my life whenever i heard it i've always heard it in times of my life where visions and revelations was flooding my mind. And so I was always so encouraged to write this vision, write it and write it plain and get it all out on paper so that it can be super plain. However, I never knew that there was a second part to that. And so as I'm reading on and I'm journeying in this new phase of my life, I find that the next part is even more encouraging than that part. God continues on to tell Habakkuk not only to write this vision and make it plain, to engrave it, on these tombs and stones and, and put it so neatly and, and so form, formal-matically in this, in this way that people can take it and journey on with it. But I also want you to take this thing and I want you to know that it is so. I want you to hold on to it. I want you to know that the thing that is plainly written is something that is surely going to come to pass. So he's given him all these tight instructions and he's encouraging him to hold faithful to these things because as you do, you will surely see them pass. Although it may seem like a delay, although it may seem like it's not coming in the time that you need it to come, that you expect it to come, know with 
without a doubt that I am God, God of all things. Know without a doubt that I know everything and it's going to come for sure in its perfect time. The time that only I know that is best. The time that is the most greatest time for it to occur. I have this plan. I know it to be so. If you're going to see it through and I want you to be inspired and I want you to hold on to my truth. I want you to hold on to the knowing of the knowledge of what I'm giving you. This is a jewel that for sure will continue to carry on through generations, through, through generations and generations. And we will find later on, as we continue to read and study our Bibles, we will find that not only the importance in holding on to this thing, not only the importance of writing the vision and making it plain is super important, but then we find another verse that begins to tell us that God has his people. He has a people. He has these particular people. He calls them righteous people, those who are doing the things that they were called to do, those that have been set apart and have been following instructions, that the instructions that he has given them, tucked away so neatly that when he releases his hand, when he releases the very thing that he told Habakkuk to write down, the very thing when he releases, when he makes move on the very thing he spoke about, he has these people covered so that they will not be put to waste, so that they will not fall under the hand of that destruction. And that is just so good all in itself. How are we talking about breaking cycles? How is this going to break a cycle? Just come on, friends, stay with me. I'm telling you, we're going to get there. And so as he has these people tucked away, this is so encouraging. We find Paul, and you can find him in the Bible, beautiful, beautiful story, testimonies, and he wrote multiple letters in the New Testament that really encourage us and up and up um, keep us in a way that we should live. So be encouraged to, to read about him and read all his letters. But listen, Paul later on begins to echo this very same truth, this very same thing, right? Throughout um, throughout the, the, the newer generation, he's telling them, listen, you righteous people, God has you you set aside. Listen, you righteous people, those that have been called and set apart, those that are doing the will in the work that God has commanded you to, he has you tucked away so that as he responds to the disaster, the, the, the disgust, the disgrace that is happening before you, as he, as he moves and begins to clear things out, you will not have to suffer. You will not have to be a part of that. You will, it will not hit you as it hits those. And listen, Listen, I tell you all of this good stuff because it's going to tie right on in on how we're going to break these cycles. Listen. So as we find this truth in scripture, the Old Testament, the New Testament, as we find this encouragement, let me allow you uh, a, a moment um, of understanding how you can apply this to your life. Listen. There's been some things that I believe God has been speaking to you. There's been some visions, some dreams, and maybe even some plans that you have been taking note on. There's been some things that maybe different times of your life you have seen yourself, like you've actually visioned yourself doing a thing or two. And no matter what that is, no matter what that looks like, it's very personal depending on the individual. But there has been some ideas that you have had that you know couldn't have come from yourself. Whether it's a job related, whether it's ministry related, whether it's something about you, your family, such as growing and going into a new place, buying a new home, property, or whatever it looks like, whatever that personal thing is to you. Be encouraged 
courage to allow God to be centered in the very middle of those plans, in the very middle of those ideas. Seek God for his instructions on those ideas so that as you continue to write this thing out, if you have already started, if you have yet started to write these plans, be inspired. Listen, this is your instructions. Be encouraged to pick up your pen, get you a book and begin to write these details out so that the next person who reads them, whether it's your child, the grandchild, the next generation, whether it's a friend, whoever it may be, that whoever sees this thing that is written out, it is so plainly that they can pick up your very plan, your very vision and go forth in it, that they can begin to move in this thing. And listen, although it may not happen as soon as you put down that pen, although it may not happen for some, even in the year, the very year that you have wrote it in, I want you to be encouraged. Just as God has inspired Habakkuk to be encouraged, hold on to this thing. Know that I've said it and that's why you had to write it down so that you can fall back on my word every time you get discouraged. Know that I said it so it has to come to pass. I, he is speaking. He is God, God alone. And something that we can all find truth in is that God's word has never failed. It cannot fail. I speak about this all throughout my podcast, all throughout my journey, I have learned that to be so, that to be truth. If God spoke a thing, it will come to pass. It must come to to pass. His words has to manifest. And so just as he's telling us, he's instructing us to write these plans, center him in the midst of them, write them out plain. They're going to come to pass and you can hold forth. You can hold on to that truth. You can hold on to this knowing that in its right time, in its due time, it shall it shall become what he said it is. It shall become what he spoke about. It shall be period, right? And so just like we found in verse four, back in Habakkuk, as we begin to carry out uh, the very things that, y'all hear that? tripping but as he as he begins to carry out the very things that um that that he spoke about he he left us with this very very piece of encouragement where he told us that he had his people tucked away and that they will not that they shall not have to um deal with or they shall not have to be put to shame or they shall not have to be um under the hand of his wrath when he releases listen just like that he wants you to know that with these plans he wants you to know that as this is why it's important that you center him as you have centered him in the midst of these plans as you have tucked away some time to find yourself in prayer with you and him listen as you have begun to write down the very things that he is speaking into you as he is speaking from his spirit to your spirit you are bleeding these things on paper that and you're waiting patiently with the faith knowing that he is going to do so and you are moving you are moving in the obedience that he has called you to move being righteous, being set apart and doing as though he has called. Listen, he wants you to know that it's going to come to pass. It has to, because now you're not only putting your plans into work, but you're putting the very plan of God into work. And this is how that, that moment that we talked about the very thing, how he knows those, the plan he has for you, his people, as he knows these, the plans that will not harm you, but the plans that will 
actually place you in a position of success. These are those plans. These are those things. These are the things that's going to help position us. So all of the times, all of the areas, all of the places that we have found ourselves resting in, I can't. Resting in, I, I I just can't do it. I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. I wanted, I see myself doing this thing. I know that there's this great thing out here for me, but I can't do it. I can't do it because I don't have X, Y, and Z. Because I didn't come from X, Y, and Z. I can't. I can't because I'm not. I'm not computer savvy. I can't. I can't because I didn't finish school. I can't. I can't because I can't read or I can't because I don't have the funds. I can't because whatever your I can't reason is you have to understand that if you have placed yourself in this very same place that Habakkuk found himself in if you have placed yourself in this very same um, position that Habakkuk has come to where you've questioned God where you've come to him and and you've centered him in the midst of what it is that you see what it is that you that you've heard and he begins to download into you and you're moving now according to his will then you can be assured that that I can't will become a I can because he will give you instructions on how you can. He will lead you to different to different things, different places, different avenues to teach you the ways, the things that you need for the very move to turn that can't to a can. So listen, be encouraged. Be encouraged to follow through with the instructions. Be encouraged to seek God on his word. Be encouraged to question God in those trying times and areas of your life where you don't understand or you don't even even have enough to, to lean into because of where you've been or what you've come from. But listen, be encouraged to know that anything that he has given you to plan that you have wrote out in in, in, in a plainness, in a clear, in a in a clear form and you know that you spent time in prayer you've centered him in there that as you wait patiently surely surely that thing will begin to break that cycle will begin to break the I can't will become a I can well that is literally what I have been putting into practice and that is literally how I have been seeing success slowly but surely and the plans that God has for me. I know that I have, I have still yet to see the very things that he has planned for me because as I continue to break these cycles, I'm experiencing more and more of the plan. I am tapping into more and more of the vision and the revelation and I know that because he has done this for me, me, that he will do it for you. Well, be blessed guys and um, I pray that you take these tools and use them. And yeah, that is all I have for you all today. So love you lots. Um, can't wait to to continue this series next week. And that's it and that's all. <laughs> Adios, y'all. Bye.